the question that I want to pose to you is, will you keep that same energy with your son? Nah, not, not in the slightest. Wow. Hello and welcome to season two of Gina and Friends. This is episode, I don't know if I'm going to start from like one or continue, but I'll decide next episode. Um, today I am joined by Ade, aka, actually I'm not doing the AKAs, you can do your AKAs by yourself. Oh, well, I'm Ade, aka, oh you're so nice, aka Panther's cousin, Are aka, you- sorry? Oh you're so nice. Yeah, I am, I get told I'm really nice all the time, so yeah. Wow, okay, continue. <laughs> um, AKA, I'm very quiet to be honest. That's uh, right. Yeah, but yeah, it's just start this podcast. I'm really excited, you know. I'm a big fan. Oh, God. <laughs> I actually listen, I've listened to every episode. I don't know how many people can say they've listened to every episode. What was the first episode? Your intro. That doesn't count, that's not an episode. I mean, like, I mean, episode according one, to Spotify. Because it doesn't say episode one. What's episode uh, one? Uh, uh, the first episode was... Um, blah, 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 blah. It was you can't Felicia, your... Felicia and... Oh, sugar. All right, cool. Come back to me on this one. No. Ask that, me, ask me what my favorite episode is. How are you going to ask me a random question like that? That's not a random question. You literally said you listened to every single episode. What's the first episode? Um. So... According to my memory, mm-hmm. which isn't I, that great, but we move. According to my memory, and if I can recall really, really well, because it was a while ago, if I'm being very clear. Is it your memory or are you going through your Spotify app right now? Um, I think it was basically the 1st of July was released around the thereabouts. Wow. Yeah. Something like my morals are blocking my blessings. Wow. With Funke, Felicia, Steven, and Izu. You knew you do know that's cheating, right? But that was a good episode, to be honest. It was. I remember someone talking about um, money and being offered money for something, and like, and it was quite shady. They were they were going to do it, and they they made the, the decision not to do it at the last minute. <laughs> okay. That was so generic, right? It could be fair. <laughs> I was even trying to figure out like who are you talking about. That was everybody. That's like I'm pretty sure everyone's <laughs> dilemma was kind of like. But anyway, hey, let's start this podcast. Let's start this podcast. Don't, are you, don't okay, ask me. Okay, ask me my favorite podcast. Ask me my favorite podcast. Okay, my favorite podcast. Right. I didn't ask was, you. I'm telling you. Yeah. Um. There was one where you were talking about body positivity, and you did this really cool thing where you got the ladies' perspective. So you had Dara, you had Felicia. And yourself, and then next week you got uh Clement, David, and I think you had somebody else. I'm not exactly sure, but that was a really good episode. Sorry, Philip, uh, and Philip, yeah, and that was a really good episode because you know you had people talking about like the struggles, and then the next week you had Philip, who was a personal trainer, talking about like um not necessarily struggles, but then in terms of like more the positive outlook on things in terms of working hard and you know nothing comes easy and all that kind of stuff so that was really cool um another episode i liked okay it's okay it's okay it's okay it's okay it's okay it's okay we can continue on this episode you can that was a funny episode as well because apparently somebody wasn't on a date in a car park so that was really funny (laughs) (laughs) oh my god okay um so basically for today's episode now that we're done reminiscing on old episodes I know that was this is like season two, so it's like we have to basically capture what season one is about. So that was what season one was about. Now let's move on. Out with the old, in with the new. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> for today's episode, we will be talking about something that I feel is extremely controversial. And um I feel like speaking of con- controversial the last episode i did of season one was the most controversial episode ever and i didn't even think it was that bad i feel like i've done a lot of episodes that were a lot worse or not worse but a lot more controversial than that episode but that episode received so much feedback that it was overwhelming i'm not going to get into it now but just wow but i do feel like this episode is extremely controversial because it's around the whole topic of um i guess male misogyny and female virginity and basically ti 
<laughs> What's funny? No, misogyny. And T.I. <laughs> but it was just all, all around um, the comments that T.I. had made when he was on a podcast, I believe it was. Gino of this topic, Ade, aka, so nice. I mean, what's the rest of it? My AKAs. I don't even know. Can't lie. Okay, but anyways, the topic I I've glanced at the topic briefly, but do you want to like let everybody know what you're talking about, including myself? <laughs> I will. I wanted to be accurate, so I have um things saved, like I have the post and stuff saved. So I'm gonna read it from there. Okay. Once it loads, but yeah, it was just when I read it at first, I was just kind of like, hmm, it rubbed me the wrong way. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. So I'm reading it off the shade room, basically. I think there's actual audio. I don't know. Yeah, there there is audio, but I guess we probably can't play that in this podcast. But yeah. Let me try. We'll try and play the audio. I have the audio here with me. And it's loading. Not only have we had the conversation, <laughs> we have yearly trips to the gynecologist to check her height. Oh, you hey. <laughs> I'm done with you right now. So do you go with she's a prisoner somebody check on Deja she's a prisoner so let me tell you right so so this is one time we go I think this might have been after her 16th birthday and now have we had the conversation (laughs) we have um is there a part two okay so that's all that the audio was showing but yeah, just, I mean, based off that, what I just played, which wasn't much, what are your thoughts? Um, I'm going to give you the safe answer, and then I'm going to give you, like, a more, sort of, I guess, a more male sort of perspective. So, in terms of, like, going to the gynecologist with your daughter, I understand that she should have a choice whether uh, what she does with her body, first of all, as long as she's 18 and everything's legal. Okay, um, at, this, at that the point at the time like the first time he said that they had gone together he said that she was 16 yeah and just for some background in terms of like the dynamic i believe her mom is still alive but they're not together okay so with that in mind um i'm assuming that ti is probably the the primary sort of like parent in the in the then so meaning she stays with him majority of the time um yeah she stays with him and his um I guess new wife. Okay, so I don't necessarily agree with taking your daughter annually to the gynecologist to, to check her hymen. I uh, I do feel like it's invasive. The fact that you know when you're living your parents, right? If they open your 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 bank statement, so if they open your letters, you're, that's annoying. So imagine, let alone going to the gynecologist with your daughter. So I, I definitely understand why people would be sort of like frustrated, outraged, um, misogynistic, toxic masculinity, all of those sort of are sort of like applicable. Um, however, there's always a caveat of oh, that's your daughter and that's your child. So I can't tell you how to parent your child. So <laughs> I'm going to be very honest and say that I can't obviously give my opinion in terms of like how he should go and parent his child, but I don't think it's the right thing to do. No, that's fair. And I feel like it's just it's just really awkward. Like I, I can't possibly imagine myself like as I am right now going like even with my mom, like it just feels extremely I my my main focus would be what is your reason? Like what's your reasoning behind taking me? Like why are you seeing this as something that needs to be done? Do you get what I mean? Like okay, yeah. let's take let's take away the fact that that's her father or her mom, or whatever the scenario is, what's the motivation behind taking your daughter to the gynecologist to make sure her hymen is intact? And actually, what I will do, I'm going to read out, like, exactly what was said, if I still have it. But um, basically, when the actual transcript from his interview at the um, the podcast and stuff was released... He basically said that the doctor let him know that, look, um, you do know that the hymen can be teared from 
like various different ways. Like there's various different ways for like, riding a bike, riding a bike, riding a horse, playing sports, all types of stuff. And Ti was kind of, was basically dismissed her and was like, "Well, my daughter doesn't do any sports. She doesn't ride any bike. <laughs> so, um, yeah, check it. <laughs> basically." And I was just like, "I mean, I, I mean, just in the vacuum, right? He does have a point. Is that like, she's not doing any sports? She's not riding any horses. She's not riding a bike. Those possibilities are at the window." <laughs> Not necessarily. In a vacuum, not saying what he's doing is right. I'm just saying in a vacuum, like she's not doing any sports. She's not. She's not like doing gymnastics where she has to stretch her, you know, stretch her legs or stretch, you know. So in a vacuum, he's kind of right. <laughs> I still find it. I, I find it so disturbing. It I is really disturbing. It, you find it disturbing because it is disturbing. Yeah. I really wish I still had the um, actual transcript. Okay, whilst you look for the transcripts, right? I want to bring up this perspective, right? Because I think, to a degree, um, this the PC culture and like the doing everything right culture is almost like taking over. And I was having this conversation with my cousin Panther like earlier this week, and mm-hmm. I was saying to him, there are some kids, right, where we need to have a tighter grip on them, and then some kids are are bad. Some kids are just wrong in general. Like we. We can't pretend as that every kid is good. Some kids are just inherent, not inherently, but like some kids are bad. So if he has an inclination, right, on, about his daughter and the way she moves about and what she does in her spare time, that might be the safest, safest thing for her because it could deter her from being quote unquote promiscuous. Uh, or, I mean, it is a possibility. I think if we actually at least entertain the perspective of like some kids are bad and this could deter them okay that's fair but do you also realize that there are there has been off more often than not parents that are this strict and this invasive have just created children who think 10 or 15 steps ahead and just become extremely like sneaky about everything that they do like i'm sure i totally agree with that I'm sure you would know of a few people where their parents are extremely strict, really restricting. They don't allow their children to do anything, but their children are some of the most like outra- outrageous and wild people out there. No, I, to- I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. Um, if I've seen, I've seen it. Not necessarily me because I was always a good kid. So that's why, I'm, aka, you're so nice. But um, like, I've definitely seen it. Um, but from a transcript. No transcripts. No, from a video I watched earlier, he said that he's gonna get his daughter to sign it. So she's agreeing to it now. Whether she has the choice to agree to it and still be—that's the thing. And he's, still have he's like not agreeing re- to it because she has no choice. I, I don't know. I don't know that she has no choice. Of, if I'm being very honest. Yeah, yeah but okay. Let's be, let's be realistic. <laughs> let's be very realistic here. You take uh, what is realistic? I have no evidence to be realistic with. Bamba, listen. You're taking my your name daughter. was Adi at the start, and now you're calling me Bamboo. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I actually don't care. You're taking your daughter to the gynecologist, right? Yeah. She's 16. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You the sole purpose for you taking her to this gynecologist is to make sure that she's still a virgin. Yep, yep, yep. She sat on the table, she's been examined by the doctor. The doctor's already given you the pre-warning, you've dismissed it. Yeah. But as the I said, doctor- in a vacuum. He's right in dismissing because she doesn't do any sports. That was neither here or there. That had no relation to my point. But anyway, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like you brought up the point, um, where you dismissed the um the warnings, and I said, yeah, I'm setting, a... I'm setting the tone. So he, okay, he's dismissed what the doctor, the doctor's um pre pre portion. He dismissed yeah. it. Um, the doctors carried out the examination. In terms of like getting the results, I actually found um the thing. So, actually, I can kind of read this out. So, okay. uh, well, T.I. takes his daddy duties very seriously, so much so that he says he attends the gynecologist appointments with his daughter, Deja Harris. So, tips out with the ladies of the Ladies Like Us podcast to reveal he has had a direct hand in his baby girl keeping her goodies to herself. When asked whether or not he had the sex talk with his daughters, he respond, his response was like no other. He said, not only have we had the conversation, we have yearly trips to the gynecologist to check her hymen, he says. Yes, I go with her. 
this one time after her 16th birthday celebration, I put a sticky note on the door saying, Gyno tomorrow, 9.30. <laughs> I'm not sure why you're laughing. It's hilarious. Because, again, finish, finish it and I'll tell you why I'm laughing. T.I. continues giving details about how the appointment goes, the questions he asks the doctor, and he says he gives, he gives Deja the option to have him in the room or not. How, how considerate. How considerate. He added that the doctor often informs him that sex isn't the only way the hymen can be broken. However, Tip is not trying to hear it when it comes to his baby girls. So I said to the doc, she don't ride no horses, she don't ride no bike, and she don't play no sports. So just check the hymen and please give me the results, is what he said. <laughs> oh, wait, sorry. He said, just check the hymen and please give me the results expeditiously. That's what he said. That is hilarious. But I will say, as of her 18th birthday, her hymen is still intact. That was the comment that he kind of left it on. Okay. So why I was laughing is um, I, I laugh because I, I understand what's going on. Like, so he probably was a sort of a wild person in his younger days. And he's probably projecting his insecurities on his daughter. And I'm I get that. so glad that you said that. And I, and I get that totally. However, I'm still going to argue. Um, Can you imagine? Can you see? This is why men are mad. Men, I'm still going to argue. This is because... why men are mad. Because <laughs> okay. you can see yeah, let me, the reason. Let me you, know, you know that it's, you, can see, you can see the reason why he'd be doing it. You can, you can see that it's, a, it's wrong. Like he's projecting his own insecurities onto his daughter because of his past actions. But regardless of the fact, you're still going to argue. Can you see, guys? This is exhibit A of why men are mad. But continue. Continue your madness, please. First of all, he started when she was 16. The legal, the legal age of having sex in America is 18. So he said in the transcript, what he, what he read is like, he, he gives her the option of whether to go to the guy in the college. No, 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 no. He gave I'm her joking, the I'm joking, I'm joking. 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 Is there something you want to tell me in terms of are you having sex or not? And in that case, if she does then tell tell him, okay, I have had sex, then no, we no need to go to the gynecologist. So it's not necessarily I'm taking to the gynecologist because I just want to. It's more I'm having the conversation with you. Are you having sex? No, I'm not having sex. Okay, let's go to the gynecologist to prove it. Now, That's is so that dumb. the best way? Okay, is that okay. the best way of doing it? Is that the best way to doing it? I don't know. I can't say yes or no because, as I no. said, I can't parent somebody's this child. However, it's the conversation is going on so it's not like I'm going to take you by fire by force to the gynecologist it's more of like okay let's let's just prove what you're saying okay but I just feel like it's an overstep it's it's, it is an overstep only because I'm I'm looking at it from the perspective of the only reason why he's doing this and he's watching her so diligently is because he knows the type of person he is um, yeah, no he knows that, but then she still she, she start he started almost just underage, so he's obviously having fears like I don't know maybe like all of these like documentaries we have portraying the worst sort of like the worst parts of humanity in aka R Kelly documentary. You are speculating. Now, you cut me down. Okay, you cut okay, me down. Not, we don't okay, know I was speculating. We don't, okay, know I was speculating. we don't know that for sure because when I was trying to do that, <laughs> you cut me down. We don't know that for sure. Now you're speculating. Let's go based off okay, like I'm, you I'm said. Being said, right? but the reality of the yeah, truth, the reality guy. of it, the reality of it is that he cares um, about his daughter. Um, the reality is that I'm he cares sorry, about his daughter. Are you gonna keep cutting me off, or can I talk? Like I'm. I, I never finished. So I mean, like, <laughs> who was cutting who off then? Anyways, as I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted. Before you, and before you interrupted me. Um. Basically, it's it's she literally cannot win in this situation because okay, let's say you're saying they're having a conversation, they're talking it through, which is which is good. I feel like all parents should have that open dialogue with their children when it comes to their sexual health and their and their life and se- well their sex life in general but but there's literally she can't win in the situation because let's say for instance she says yes dad i am a virgin his thing's like all right fine let's go to the gynecologist and prove that why does that step need to be taken but I remember I said like there's some kids who are bad. So like if he doesn't trust his daughter and he's taken to the gynecologist, that's just for his own peace of mind. That's to reassure himself. Okay, I, but he I, him not trusting his daughter is because of his own insecurities, not because of her. I mean, you're speculating now, aren't you? I'm not speculating. I'm going off the post. <laughs> he in in the actual in the actual podcast, he mentioned that she was a good kid and that basically she had not given him any reason to doubt. You know, but... good kids can make wrong decisions too. So. If he doesn't now, trust you're his speculating. Daughter, no, that's just a fact. A good kid can make a no, bad decision. No, it's not a fact. It is a fact. It's telling me fact. every good kid in the world has never made a bad decision. I never said that, but you're saying that good kids can make bad decisions. We don't know that for sure. 
you're speculating it's not a fact but continue <laughs> uh thank you thank you thank you uh yeah factual police but my point is I, if he doesn't trust his child and he goes to the gynecologist then yes he's getting the piece of man that he needs because for me if i had a daughter i would it would really uh, upset me if she was having sex below the legal age if like if, like first of all i want daughter to have sex within marriage right but if not having it below the legal age would really disappoint me and would really make me question boy what did i do wrong or what did i do i'll blame myself so i can mm-hmm. i can see why he's doing it i can see mm-hmm. the thinking behind it as i said it's probably not the best course of action but it's not entirely wrong okay that's fair that's fair and i agree because if I was to have children and this was to come come around, I would not want them indulging in sexual re- relations at a young age. I'd rather in the context of marriage or um, the decision that they decide to take on. But now I wanna, the, pose, the question that I want to pose to you is, will you keep that same energy with your son? Nah, not, not in the slightest. Wow. Not, not in the slightest. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell my son in front of my wife, yeah, don't have sex. Yeah, don't, don't, don't. But... Like, yeah, man, like, it is what it is. <laughs> okay, so you do realize that. Okay, let's just be. I'm being a, honest, by the way. Heteros- I'm just gonna tell you what I'm guys think. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not dismissing what you're saying, but in a hetero, let's say in a heterosexual relationship, you're in the same breath that you're trying to keep your daughter from men. You're using that same breath to now encourage your son to have. I sex. never encourage. Who is your son having sex with, please? I never encouraged. I just said... Um, you just said that you wouldn't keep that same energy. So you you said you would be disappointed. You said that you'd be, you said that I you'd be disappointed if your daughter was having sex at a young age. But, but you wouldn't keep that same energy with your son. I'm Why is that? I, I never said I wouldn't encourage. However, I um, I plead the fifth. You can't plead the fifth. No, keep that same energy. Say it with I'm your not chef. going to keep you the same energy. I literally said, told you I'm not keeping the same energy. You literally just said that you would be a sh- you'd be disappointed if your daughter was having <laughs> stop stop picking on this like literally semantics you literally <laughs> just said you would be disappointed if your daughter was having sex at a young age when i asked you if you'd keep the same energy with your son you said no why is that um because why would i be disappointed with my daughter and not with my son uh guys are celebrated for having multiple sexual partners and girls are sort of they're the they're sort of like you know, devalued or I guess looked down upon uh, for having multiple sexual partners. And that, in a nutshell, is why. Um, so I wouldn't want my daughter having the stigma of being a quote unquote hoe, fuck, um, you know, easy. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want that for my daughter. Um, so yeah, that's the main reason. Okay. Well, I guess what you're saying has some merit to it. Some. I'm not going to get into the i guess i'm not going to delve as deep as i want to into the whole idea of being called a hoe and a thought and so on and so forth and how that is so relative but one thing that i will say is i um i follow a girl named tony tone on twitter and she has some really really good insights into this well i these are this is basically sums up how i feel about this whole situation and um what she said was some of the strictest fathers are also some of the most misogynistic men um, their history of using and ill-treating women fuels their paranoia. They know what they've, what they've been capable of, so they obsess over their daughters coming into contact with men who are just like them. Men with children and history of misogyny never have the same energy when it comes to raising their sons versus their daughter. Their discipline focuses more on protecting their daughters from guys like them. Meanwhile, they end up raising sons just like them. So... I guess, what are your thoughts on that? Seeing as how you basically just said you wouldn't keep the same energy when it comes to your son. I think what she said is very interesting. Um, I think, I don't know if it's a personal um, sort of perspective or she's like done like research into this. She was, um, um, for some background, T.I. and his family had a TV series. I think it was um, Family Hustle or whatever it's called. And in the series... His wife asked their son, who I believe currently is about 16, 17 years old, asked him if he was sexually active. And from the the gist of the conversation was that he ended up not being sexually active. And T.I. was present. 
and was basically making jest of the whole situation was just like oh no the hussies have taken his innocence blah 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 like so on and so forth like it was just <laughs> he was making it into a joke yeah and then, you know how like for reality shows they always have like that um separate interview where i guess the producer asked them their thoughts on the on the scene and ti was just like look um he said some he said that um he wouldn't be happy with any of his ch- children having sex, but it's different for him when it comes to boys. So that's basically what she's basing that off. It's like, you can't say that you're protecting your daughter from men who are out to like misuse her and mistreat her, but then be okay with your son running wild and doing nonsense. Because the reality is the same way that... Um, instead of focusing that energy on making sure that your son knows exactly what to do and knows the right things to do and how to actually treat women, you're focusing on protecting your daughter. So your son ends up just being following that same vicious cycle that you, or not you particularly, but in the case of TI, that TI has went through. And he definitely has a history of different issues with women. That's public knowledge. Okay. So I can't exactly argue with that because... That's <laughs> not to argue with. Um, yes, you should raise your son's right as well. I, yeah, and I think you're a big proponent of that in terms of like be always focused on how we raise a woman, not necessarily the guys. So I can't argue with that because guys should be raised correctly. But my stance still remains like I will have a different standards for my daughter than I do for my son. Now I would want my son to be respectful of women and obviously respects the whole you know sex within marriage but i won't be as strict that makes no sense to me like okay so literally what you said is um i will i want my daughter to basically she has to be a virgin till marriage no questions asked that's my that's my goal that's my mission i'm gonna make sure that it stays like that because i don't want the world to call her a thought i don't want the world to call her a hoe for my son uh it would be nice if he um, kept his virginity till marriage, I mean, I'm not going to do anything to make sure that that's the facts. I mean, if he wants yeah, to have sex, that's of fine. Course that's because the world's not going to, because the world's not going to um, villainize him for having sex. That's okay. Like no problems at all. And your reasoning behind it is because of what the world will say about your children, as opposed to how it will affect them individually. That makes no sense to me. Why can't it be that I'm upholding the same standard across the board? And I'm making sure that they both understand why that standard is being held. Why can't it be like that? Why does it have to be that the standards are relaxed for guys? The standards are relaxed because I'm not going to pretend as if, like, public perception doesn't matter. I do think it's it matters. Not, it's, so, uh, sorry? No, continue. I'm not going to pretend as if public perception doesn't matter because I think it does. Um so that's why I would have a different standard. I'm definitely going to raise my son, my son to respect women, um, if I'm so fortunate to have one. I'm going to obviously like you know respect women. Don't you know run around wasting time, cheating, all that kind of stuff. I would want my son to be respectful of women. I would want my daughter to keep herself and avoid the heartbreaks that are out there in terms of a guy who <laughs> who might not be who he says he is, who might you know. Might, might not even be the right person for you. I would definitely have a higher standard. It's just I'm trying to protect my daughters because I do feel women, from my from my experience, they face, in terms of, like, the issues of a relationship, they face a lot worse than what the guys would face. Like, when, get, when women get cheated on, it's usually um, you get the guys dating two women. I've never really heard a, a lady dating two guys and with one of my boys. <laughs> so, for me, personally... Uh, obviously, I know, I know it has happened, but for me personally, I'm going to have a high, higher, uh, sort of, I'm going to have a higher sort of like expectation for my daughters. This is the problem. Like that's the problem. There shouldn't be like, if I'm, I'm, let let me let me do it this way. Instead of um dismissing what you're saying, feel free. You can raise your children however you wish. I'm gonna say how I feel like I would raise my children. Go and on. I don't. Also, one thing that you did mention is that ignoring, you're not going to pretend as if public perception isn't a thing. I never, I never said that at any point in time. So it's not, I'm not presenting an idealistic um, view of how it should be. I'm, I'm presenting an alternate reality to what you believe is, I guess, your reality. 
there is no reason and there's nothing that suggests that raising a son and raising a daughter can't be up they can't be upheld to the same standards i agree with the that. way that i would raise my children is basically bringing it back to myself i've decided to wait until marriage before having sex and that's just my that's my personal opinion my parents decision had no real influence on that my mom and my dad obviously prefer that that be the case but this was a decision that i came to on my own right so if i'm yeah. raising my son and daughter i'm impacting them with the wisdom the education that they need so that they know what's out there they know what the dangers are they know how to navigate themselves in the world they know um the possible outcomes they know the types of people that they might endeavor because these are all things that you pick up on life but when it comes to actually being a virgin and keeping yourself and i guess making the right decisions when it comes to your sex life i feel like these are both standards that can be um I'm going to hold both my son and my daughter too. It's not going to be, I'm not going to be relaxed on my son because he's a boy. At the end of the day, I feel like people focus too much on the fact that women get called hoes and thoughts and so on and so forth. But when it comes to a man cheating or a man carrying around diseases or a man having several babies outside, the stat, the criticism isn't as high. And that's ridiculous because it's a, it's equally as bad. There's no, there's no two that's better. Like they're both, they're both, evils that are being compared so at the end of the day for me i will expect the same of my son and my daughter i'll expect my daughter to be well informed to make the right decisions and to preferably wait till marriage and i'll expect the same of my son i'm not gonna have relaxed expectations of him for any reason i don't care about public perception yes it's out there but i'm not because of that gonna be extremely relaxed and be okay with my son moving mad it's not happening like that that just just doesn't make any sense to me i can't say because I, I don't want my daughter to be called a hoe that i'm going to hold her to one thing so for me i'm not going to feed into i guess what's expected and what people are currently doing and how relaxed everyone is with boys i want to make sure that my son makes the right decisions i want to make sure that he's not just out there doing whatever he wishes because he's a boy that's not that's, that's not on i don't i don't respect that at all yeah i feel like i feel like you're totally right yeah an alternate reality would be ideal where everybody raised their children sort of on equal footing. Every time you say ideal, it, it basically just makes everything I'm saying null and void. I'm not oh. creating ideal reality. I'm saying how I would like raise my children. I understand that that's not the reality, but I'm saying this is how I would like to raise my children. But, okay. Yes, this is how you're going to raise your child. And I respect that totally. I'm not even going to argue with any of that. Um, as I said, I'm definitely going to raise my son to be a respectful woman. Yes, I'm definitely going to raise him to be respectful of women. I'm definitely going to raise my daughter to be respectful of men and also to be well informed. That's we can agree there. Yeah. But why would but you hold your son? I will have a higher same... standard for why? women. That's, why? That's, that's all it is. No, but why? Because... You can't say that's all it is. Why? And you and public and perception, I've said it. public perception has nothing to do with it. Public perception has nothing to do with the standard. You're saying that you have a hold, you hold your daughter to a, a higher expectation because you don't want her to be called a hoe. That means yes. like I don't understand where the two meet. Why can't you hold your son to the same expectation? So you not holding your son to that expectation is that going to have an impact on what your, how your daughter is seen? Uh, no, it won't have an impact. So then, what stops you from holding your son to that same standard? I don't get it. I just said I'm going to raise my son to be respectful of women. I'm going to raise him to be respectful of women. I'm not going to raise That's a trash true. son to, to, to go and basically, you know, saw your royal oats all over all over the place. I'm not going to say that. that. That's not even what I'm saying. I so what I'm trying to the point that's great. You're going to there's definitely your a, there's definitely a middle there's definitely a middle ground well between informed. being relaxed, being relaxed, and being keeping the same standards. That's fine. I'm going I, to what you said. You're going yeah. to raise a well informed, respectful son. That's wonderful. Yeah. My question yeah. is around the fact that you just said, regardless of that fact, you still won't hold your son up to the standard that you will your daughter. Why is that? Why can't they be held to the same standard? Why can't they be held accountable for the same? They standard? should be, but they should but be. But you said that I they said, wouldn't. I, they should be, but because I know public perception is a thing, I'm going to hold my daughter to a, a higher standard. I'm definitely going to raise a, a respectable son. In fact, ideally, I want all my children to have sex within marriage. Um, if one happens to, if the guy happens to have sex outside of marriage, I will speak to him and say, look, okay, 
this is what's happened. How are we going to get to this position, which I think is ideal? And if he's happy to be in agreement, we, I would then say, okay, cool. This is what I think you need to do. Now, if my daughter has sex with him outside of marriage, I'll still have the same conversation. I'll just be a bit more protective at the start and say, are you sure this is the person you want to be with? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? That's literally the difference. I'm definitely going to hold a higher standard because I don't want her to make the mistake of being with somebody and then feeling like she let herself go, blah, 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 blah. But I'm still going to, I'm still going to be protective of both of them. It's just the higher standard in the initial part that I'm trying to get at. I just feel like there are just way too many assumptions and way too many public opinions and way too many stereotypes and stigmas that surround being a woman in general that have kind of warped the way that people, I guess, see women and what that idea of having to consistently protect a woman at for, across everything. Like you just right now, when you were talking about and comparing and contrasting the two, you had more of an emotional reaction to your daughter having sex outside of marriage than you did to your son. And I feel like that's also an issue. This, this is uh, something that women are the more emotional beings when it comes to, I guess, having sex. Is this the right person? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? That same, why isn't that same thing being communicated to your son? Are you sure this is the right person? Are you sure you want to do this? Are you aware of what can happen? Are you sh- why isn't that conversation being having with your son as well? Men can be emotionally attached or can have their emotions ruined or or disrupted or involved in a sexual relationship as well it's not just a female thing okay so what you said is correct i'm not going to disagree with that i'm not going to disagree with that ideally i would want in fact let me say like this if women are equal to men across the board in everything i would be happy if 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 i'm being clear I hope I don't come across as somebody who hates women because I don't. If, if men and women could be equal in everything in terms of workplace, in terms of perception, oh even God, in, terms, in terms of everything, I would be happy. But because it's not the case, that is obviously shaping my attitudes towards how I deal with things. Okay. That's what I'm saying. You're making assumptions based on the fact that, based on, uh, let me just correct me if I'm wrong, but the assumption that you're making right now is based off the general stigma that women are more emotionally involved than men, right? Uh, not necessarily. It's more of like the perception of women who have sex outside marriage. That's what my, that's what I'm basing off of more. No, really, I'm asking because your your response to your daughter having sex out of outside of marriage had more was questioning more things, things from a more emotional standpoint as opposed to your son. Of of course, because I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say to my daughter, "Oh, you had sex." You know what people are gonna start saying? I'm not gonna say that. Obviously, that's not gonna that's not that's not gonna factor into my uh my, in terms of how I'm gonna deal with things. That's not going to affect... What I'm trying to say is that I would want... I'll be more guarded in terms of my daughter because of the public perception. That's number one, right? In terms of public perception, I'll be more guarded. I understand that. But what I'm saying... But my approach... But my approach in terms of how I will handle a case of having sex with somebody who they're not going to end up with will be obviously emotional because I want to check on their well-being, make sure they're okay, and ensure that... And ensure that they obviously can make the right decisions. What I think is the right decisions going forward. But you didn't follow that same thing for your son. Why? That's what I'm saying. The way that it should be done, as opposed to just assuming the fact that your your daughter, like, it shouldn't just be your daughter that you're worried about her emotional well-being. It should be on both ends. Things shouldn't be taken based on stigma. Obviously, it may be different when you actually have children and you actually get more of an understanding of, I guess, how they are. When it comes to when it comes to actually sitting down with a guy, it can't be dismissed that the dude is actually an emotional being. It can't you can't completely dismiss a guy's emotions when it comes to things. And I'm actually surprised that you said that, considering the fact that you know me and the way that I am when it comes to emotions. Not all female, not all women are going to respond emotionally to everything. Some people are more logical, right? So considering that, I feel like there should be a healthy balance in this discussion when you're both talking to your son and to your daughter. It shouldn't just be, okay. the emotional side of things shouldn't just be reserved to the conversation with your with your daughter. Like, that was the one thing that I actually noticed because when you were talking about the two different things, you, you can, you just basically... Mine, mine was, mine was, I was trying to protect, I'm trying to protect. So the difference between what I said, right, was I'm going to be protective at the start. I say, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? And with the, with the son, I might not have that same sort of safeguards, but then I would say, are you okay? What's, what's, what happened? And what's, what we're going to do next? Okay, I didn't say that. I, I, I thought I said it, but I didn't say that. But what, what I'm trying to get at is more of like 
the initial being protective at the start in terms of like uh, making sure they're happy with the decision at the start are you sure you want to be with this person are you sure are you sure are you sure and that's pretty much the main difference in terms of how i would approach things because i would want my daughter to make a quote-unquote mistake so for me the main thing is is obviously my children to make a quote-unquote mistake but continue uh yeah Uh, that wasn't a dick by the way um i'm just i'm just saying like um yeah so it's just in terms of the safeguards to make sure the whole sex aspects of it is that if they're going to have sex with somebody ideally within marriage preferably ideally with marriage but if they were to have sex outside of marriage i would i would obviously going forward ensure that they try to make the right decisions mm-hmm. and yes i know my my views they're not necessarily okay they're not the i did i shouldn't have these views but it's obviously society is obviously have an effect in terms of how I see things, Which and I, and I do agree. I do I do agree. It's not like I haven't I haven't noticed it. It's like it's not like you're, you're telling me something new. You're breaking new ground with me. I understand that, but it's obviously it's, it's just how it is. I'm not going to raise a guy that's going to be disrespectful to women. That's going to be go out there. I'm obviously going to obviously tell my son like, look, this is how you should treat women. You should be respectful. You should check how they feel. Make sure they're involved and their voice are heard when you guys are doing the decision process and in terms of everything like that. And yeah, treat her like a queen unless she likes it the other way. He doesn't treat her how she likes it. <laughs> the, the point I'm trying to get at is just the highest standard of making sure my daughter makes the right decision. That's all. Ugh, I feel like we just have to just agree to disagree because what you're saying isn't wrong. I'm not saying that it's wrong. I mean, I am kind of, but yeah, not, yeah, you, you've definitely directly. been saying I'm wrong. It's just you your definitely... your views. Your views are basically the views of. I'm pretty sure every single guy that's listening to this podcast right now probably agrees with what you're saying, which is the, which is what it is, and that's because of like you said, society and how it is. But I'm just pointing out the flaws in that view and why. And the reason why a lot of the times men fall short and it's 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 a sad thing and i'm not speaking i'm not speaking down on anyone and i'm not speaking in a way that i guess could be seen as wrong but the reality is in a lot of households and i'm appreciating the fact that you're saying that you will make sure that your son is across everything i just feel like in a lot of households the focus is put the spotlight is put on girls and making sure that girls are so you know sacred and 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 like perfect and wonderful and you can't you can't do this you can't do that otherwise the guys want to see you as a certain way you can't touch this otherwise a man's going to make you you want to see be seen as unclean can't do this otherwise a guy won't be won't see you as a good wife but for a man it's just so relaxed like you can do whatever you want you can do this you can be with five girls before a relationship but obviously when you're in a relationship that girl that you're with has to be a virgin for sure because otherwise what the heck like it's just these double standards that i understand why they're there but i just don't agree with them and that's basically what i'm saying see that's the thing i i've not argued once with what you're saying and i I think i would love for everything to be how you're saying it by the way um if everything could be how you're saying it in terms of like everyone raising their children right everyone um i guess you know being respectful to both genders not just men and not just women everyone be respectful and that would make me happy that would that would actually fill me with confidence knowing that i can tell my daughters like yeah not all men are trash not all men are just looking to have sex with you and that would that would make me happy if that, if that makes sense no it does it makes sense but the, the reality is we can't just sit and say look i wish it was like that but it's not i wish it was like that but it's not it actually starts somewhere and it starts with a few people yeah, so it does. <laughs> if a few people could actually implement ways in order to make sure that their sons are actually well informed that they're making the right decisions that you're not just neglecting them and just let instilling in them that boys will be boys mentality that i absolutely detest if everybody could actually action that type of way to make sure that their sons are actually being raised well which is great and is kind of happening then it'll make a change like not everybody has i feel like the the issue right now is that everybody knows of it and is just ignoring it mm. and just sees it as nothing it doesn't see it as no, I, guess, I, I think some de- people have the approach some people have the approach of like i'm not going to change the world so like <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to raise my son right, but if he doesn't, it's not gonna change. If I don't raise him, it's not gonna change anything, is it? It's like yeah. a, it's like a, like a drop in the ocean, isn't it? 
for sure. And I also wanted to like clear up the fact that I do understand that everything that we're talking about it doesn't necessarily reflect the character of the boy in general because there can be guys that are stand-up guys hardworking, really good p- people in general but they still treat women like trash like i'm talking about the interaction between themselves and their partner i'm not talking about them um, i guess their character does that make sense yeah and yeah and, and, I, and the thing i wanted to clarify is not you i'm sure the listeners are going to get this vibe if if I have a higher standard, doesn't mean I'm not going to raise my son right. Um, I think just to understand that when I say relaxed, it's like if you look at the scale, nine is still short. Nine is not as great as ten, right? So if I raise my daughter on ten and I raise my sons on nine, it's still on a scale of one to ten, that's still very good. But nine is still shorter than ten. So in terms of being relaxed, I'm not going to raise an arso. Just let you, just for you guys to listen, um, understand. I'm not going to raise an arso. I'm not going to raise a guy that's a uh, baby father, and, like a future equivalent. Basically, I'm not going to raise that. But um, the, it's only because of society's views that I would have that higher standards. But yeah, that's what I'm trying to clarify. There's a difference between raising uh, raising somebody who's like who has children everywhere. And raising somebody who is still respectful, but still being strict on a woman. Okay. Well, but this is like, I'm actually, like, my blood is boiling right now. Like, I'm so angry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so triggered. Like, I'm so triggered by this. And I, 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 I feel like I can't even get across exactly how I feel. That's how triggered I am. So in order to kind of change the direction just a little bit, when it comes to, I guess, your own personal choices yeah. and you know, in terms of, I don't know, your sexual relationships and so on and so forth. Do you feel like church had more of an influence? Was it a church thing? Was it a culture thing? Or was it um, your parents? Um, I think I think all of the above had, had an impact on it. Um, in terms of just the sexual part of it, yeah, church had an impact. Parents had an impact. By that, it's like, you better not come home with early grandkids. <laughs> So, any early so early grandkids are like kids before marriage like better not come up with that so it's like you didn't want any of that um culturally as well i think because the main culture of like obviously a south london yoruba person is obviously like go to school go to university get a job and then get married you didn't want to have a you didn't want to have kids outside of wedlock anyways only because it's like that's the sort of standard that we're held to so mm-hmm. it did have it gonna pretend as if i am perfect because i'm not perfect um oh really i think think that's what you were kind of trying to like that's what you've been pushing this whole time mr so nice i'm i'm very nice but i'm not perfect um (laughs) (laughs) i'm a very nice person okay so yeah i said now i'm in a place where it's more about like obviously engaging a relationship based on like how you are as a christian I'm, i'm a christian by the way not i know everyone's not a christian who's listening but i'm as a christian and then in just in terms of like obviously gauging each situation with the person you're with, isn't it? In terms of like you having agreements and this is what's gonna happen and what's not gonna happen. I think that's how I look at things nowadays. And not necessarily this is what you have to do, but it's more of like the conversation. I think that's where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. And I feel like on my side of things, it pretty much was yeah, I feel like it wasn't clear probably a culmination of everything um to break it down further obviously i'm also christian and in church it is preached that um you know you should keep yourself until marriage that is the common teaching um my parents followed on from that and i guess that's what they've held me and my siblings to um in terms of the cultural thing pretty much the same i feel like it's pretty much frowned upon for anyone to be pregnant outside of marriage or to be pregnant at an early age. I mean, um, growing up in a very strong or very strong Nigerian with a very strong Nigerian upbringing, Nigerian women talk, Nigerian people talk in general. And I feel like it was always that fear of like being the topic of conversation in somebody's sit down. And that fear of bringing some sort of shame home onto your parents. And I feel like that's that more than anything has been the defining factor in a lot of the things that I've decided to do. And I feel like it's only of recent that I've kind of, I feel like that fear was so crippling for me. I don't know if it's the same for you, but it was so crippling for me at one point where like, 
I wouldn't do certain things because I was afraid of how it would make my parents look. No, for me, I'll tell you the truth, right? Growing up, I wasn't <laughs> growing up, I'm talking about like early teenage well not early, but like, talking about post sixteen, right? So it's like it's not necessarily the conversations that I was worried about, it's more about having like a child. So if I can do if I could not get a child, boy, this deep. If I could not get a child, it's like I'll be happy because it's like there's no there's no evidence to, to basically suggest that I, I'm basically going out outside of like the expectations of a Ni- a good Nigerian um Christian uh, boy. So that was my my mentality. Um, now I think I can speak for my parents. I think I'm at the age where they will still be kind of disappointed, but like you know, I don't know if they'll necessarily be as disappointed as if it was something that affected my studies or basically put me in a bad way. I think they will still want me to get married, but I think they'll be more forgiven than if I was when I was seventeen or eighteen. That's the funniest thing because the reality is. Um, no matter what age I am, if I was to have a child before getting married, my parents would be disappointed. I feel like that's just, I feel like that would be a big shame for them if I was to get pregnant, no matter what age I'm at, if I wasn't married. Is that because of the public perception? For sure. For sure. sure. And I feel like they would be, be more so disappointed in me than say if, uh, actually no. I feel like it would be across the board. I feel like if my brother, no matter what age my brother is at, if my brother was to have a child outside of marriage, they would be equally disappointed. And okay, if like your brother's to have a child with a random person, or have a ch- oh, this is really personal, by the way. Do you mind me asking this? Sorry? Do you mind me asking this because this is really personal? No, ask, go ahead. So if your brother was to have a child with a partner as opposed to like a random person, how would you think your parents would react at, say, 23 if my brother was 23 and what he had been in a relationship and then his partner is pregnant before marriage, they would be yeah. disappointed. But then in that situation, they would, I guess, move to... <laughs> um, <laughs> you better get married to us. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah, marriage. Let's start organizing this right now. And it's And the funniest part about that whole procedure is when I have seen it done, it's framed as like taking shame away from the girl, which I still can't... Anyway, we move. It's framed as around taking shame from the girl, even though it, it took two to make. But regardless, that's how it would be. I feel like that's how it would be approached. If it was a stranger, they would probably attempt to do the same thing, even though that's like really, really rocky and dangerous. And I do not advise forcing people to get married because of a baby. It just doesn't make sense, doesn't work. Um, but yeah, that's another conversation. I just feel like for me, well, the way that the reason why I probably think the way that I do is because of how my parents have brought me and my siblings up. They pretty much have held us to the same standard. So my parents, I feel like my parents would be equally disappointed if either one of us were to get married or get have a child outside of actually being married. Yeah. Okay. I think, I think and just to take it back to perception, we can obviously like um, go more personal because it's your podcast. I, th- I think, I think you can probably chop this up and put, put it to the end. But I think we should sort of talk about how we can take things forward not just in terms of raising our kids like equally but what can we do to change perception what can we do like how can we be a beacon of hope for the beacon w- of hope. how can we be that light that we want people to, to see kind of thing i'm talking a lot of nonsense you better chop this out by the way i'm but not chopping I'm to... now just <laughs> keeping it all what i'm trying to say is that maybe we should sort of like recommend potential um sort sort of action points or even easy suggestions people could make or do this necessarily help change the perception of women being like damsel in distress and the guy being that that sort of like um you know sexual animal okay i mean i don't i feel like it just comes down to everybody taking accountability for their actions and being held responsible for their actions i don't feel like any one person should be given relaxed everyone should just be held to the same standard i know it sounds very ideal and so on and so forth but that's how i maneuver in life it it causes friction but it's worked for me i hold everybody to the same standard i don't expect any less or any more of you because of who you are or what you are and i just feel like if anyone's making decisions they should be held accountable for those decisions their their gender or what they identify as shouldn't be the determining factor for whether or not they should be held accountable that's just not how it should work 
don't see why it works. I don't understand why it should continue to work like that. I agree. I agree. I, and you saying that obviously it hits differently for me because I've had, oh, I have one or two friends that necessarily I see what they're doing and I kind of disagree with it because I'm like, yo, your girlfriend's actually really cool. I really like her. Or Are you like, throwing people under the bus? I said no names. Oh, your friends are listening to your podcast. <laughs> I'm not sure in this episode, but <laughs> <laughs> no. But obviously, like, I have friends, or I know of people that do things. I'm just like, yo, like it's not the best course of action. But but, say anything. but the thing is, is like, well, yeah, but I won't say, say anything. anything. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I won't say anything. But then it's like, you know, it's like, do I like that random person that much to call my friend out? <laughs> I mean obviously that's a that's that's a I don't I don't I don't know like I don't see how you calling your friend out or saying yo man what you're doing is a bit messy or is a bit wrong is a bad thing I don't see how that's a bad thing because you're not I'm not saying start a fight with the dude but like hey that's messed up yeah and it's not necessarily start a fight it's more of like a um even that little friction that you're gonna get from that look bro like what why are you wasting her time that kind of conversation yeah mm. yeah it's like it's especially if it's a random person it's like you know when it's like uh you have to pick your spots pick your battles it's like is this the is this the one is this the person that's going to make me like you know but I, I, but in all right if if the person has a girlfriend right i definitely do say like look i really like your girlfriend and i don't want to see i really like your girlfriend you know you know it's because it's, it's all about me i don't really care about them so i really like your girlfriend right I don't want to see her hurt. So, like, bro, I just, I suggest, like, you just move her ex kind of thing. And then it's like, so, yeah, that's how, I usually, I usually tell my friends, though. Like, I definitely let them know under no circumstances uh, is cheating okay, even for myself. It's like, it's, I'm not going to say, oh, cheating's okay for you, but it's not okay for me. Even for myself, I'd say, like, cheating's not cool. I remember the first conversation we had around cheating. That was a very interesting conversation, if you remember. But I don't want, to, I don't want us to stick on cheating. I don't want us to stick on cheating, personally. <laughs> okay. Let's go back to perce- perception. Why? Why did you want? To, why did you want to stick on cheating? No, <laughs> I think it's. I'm a different man, you know. Like I've, I've evolved. I've, probably sounds so wild. This, like, I feel like the way that this is being framed, it sounds like. Oh, you know what? Never mind. Um, yeah, 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 I know. That's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about people looking at me like, man, such tusk, toxic masculinity is like. I'm surprised Judy can even have a conversation with this kind of guy. No, I can personally say I feel like everybody has things that they need to work on myself included and what i appreciate in people and one thing that um at a quality that they has is that you're open to hearing and open to fixing if it makes sense and that's apart, apart from it's my daughter's perception but yeah go on <sighs> way to ruin it. i was about to say nice things about you too. <laughs> carry on carry on no i keep these like... there's nothing nice to say anymore i guess guys in terms of the our relations with women i just say that you know that cliche think of if it was your sister um would you do that to your sister no, um no 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 not not necessarily that i think um i think we just try to be nice i think that's the main thing is like just try and be respectful i think not, not even necessarily like loving on anything like that just try to be respectful of women because you don't necessarily have to be with every person you see but as long as there's that, that respect of this is what it is, there's at least a notice of like, I'm not looking for a relationship. I am looking for a relationship. I'm not looking for sex. I am looking for sex. At least just have that sort of respect to have the conversation initially. And I let people know what they're getting themselves into. I think that would be very helpful. For sure. Um, uh, yeah, that's what I would recommend. And in terms of the perception as well, I don't think that will, I don't think that will personally ever change. I think we've made a lot of strides in that in that respect i don't know if that ever changed sorry i don't even think i don't feel like it i don't feel like the perception has changed i just feel like girls don't care as much like that's basically what it's come to it it hasn't come to okay let's stop labeling females for nothing because i honestly feel like the term ho or thought is so relative like one person anyway that's a whole other conversation i just feel like it's come to the point where girls have been so under pressure and so so, like under such a microscope that we've just come to a point where, look, I don't care. Call me whatever. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Especially like, because um, <laughs> if you watch TV shows, you know, like the princess has been locked away from the tower and she gets this one time to go out and have fun, kind of thing. It just, you know, it's like, if we're still like using that sort of standard, then I guess 
that term ho and fuck will still be around. But you know, if you if you actually want to be real, it's like you're the person you're talking to, she her farts probably stink. It's like if you want to use that sort of metric and she's a human being. And then I, I guess I don't know where this conversation is going anymore. I don't know. <laughs> the, the, the point I'm trying to get is like some guys they have this perception of okay, I'm gonna be a fuck for the rest for like my young day my young days and then when it comes to my wife I'm going to be, she has to be this, oh. she's going to do that, she's going to do that. And it's like, my wife has to basically walk on walk on water, she has to have hair that's just, this, this, that, her edges must be fire, all of that kind of stuff, right? And, <laughs> and it's like, the, the idea is that they, they justify that having, a, having like an amazing wife and being respectful to that one person that they're searching for, and they justify that and use that to basically go and treat women recklessly so if people basically understand that you're not going to find that like character cartoon character that you're looking for that fictional character then you just be respectful of everybody and understand that you know like yeah everyone deserves kind of, kind of respect you're not going to look for that one person that everyone's like trash in between if that makes sense no that makes sense i appreciate that nice work Addy, aka panther's cousin aka that's all anyways so thank you for the conversation we're gonna round up that part and obviously do um songs of the week and i'm actually gonna play like 30 seconds of it so what is your song of the week i already know mine because it's been my song of the month but what's your song of the week uh my song of the week is gangster by darko how did i know you were gonna say that (sighs) i'm being serious like i had it cued did you (laughs) i knew you were gonna say that that song is a banger. Define a banger. Um, it's such a banger that I wanted to say on chill featuring Wale, even though it's not a new song. But I still like that song. But I said Darko Gangster, so yeah. that's how much of a banger it is. I'm gonna play thirty seconds of it. And you feel free to play on chill as well if you want to. No. You only get one. I'm trying to give it to you, come my way. You know I'm a bad girl, I show you my ways. To the location, I put it in ways. So that's it, 30 seconds. That was not 30 seconds. Come that on. was 30 seconds. That was actually 30 seconds. Like, it's on the dot, 30 seconds. But um, one thing, I was... Um, so I was speaking to say, well, not speaking, like it was via DMs. And Sarah mentioned the fact that Darko had like a really masculine voice and she didn't realise, like she was trying to listen in for when like the woman, the woman was on. Yeah, I was like, oh, I didn't really think about it until Sarah mentioned it, but yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of like the tone of her voice. Pretty yeah, cool. that's what I was saying. Her tone sounds sick. Yeah, yeah. I'm really, I was really impressed with that song. I was like, damn, damn. It's a tune. It's a tune. Yeah. Anywho, so my song of the month is. I feel like I always give Afrobeat songs, but anyway, it is what it is. No, my- you, you said that Octavia moved me one time, so I was like. I did. See, okay, so you are a true fan of the podcast. Nice work. Exactly, I told you, I told you. Nice work. Still don't know what the first episode is, but anyway, we move. It's money's, but um, morals are blocking my, blocking my blessings. That's what so, you like... check. That's what you check. Anyways, my song of the week is Rora by Ricardo Banks. A banger. I can play longer than 30 seconds of this because I probably won't get copywritten. Really? We're not keeping the same standards. My friend, shush, the song is playing.
that's that's a good song so that's a really good song it's fire have you heard it before no i'm actually gonna listen to it after this podcast you're welcome anyways well thank you so much for joining me on today's episode i appreciate no, it no problem it's a pleasure um we had a lot of technical difficulties but we finally got it done um in case anyone didn't realize he's actually calling from or not calling but we're recording from london yes that means i'm in london if you see me in sydney that means we're both in london don't be a bad delay don't be an enemy of progress (laughs) (laughs) but yeah thank you so much and i do hope you guys actually enjoyed the episode um yeah let me know what you guys think and do you have anything to plug uh, do you guys agree with me, by the way, that raising women with higher standards okay, is the way forward? Okay, we're going to end it. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. It's so annoying. <laughs>